Hello nerds and welcome back to Nerding Out with Chelsea. In today's episode, we'll be talking about some of my favorite light novels, Korean manhwas, and Chinese manhwas. Before we begin this episode, I want to start by saying most webtoons are considered and classified as manhwas, so I will be including them under the general description of Korean manhwas. Obviously, those that are not originally Korean manhwas and are just normal comics made from different areas will not be included. And because I got lazy while writing this huge list, these will not be organized by genre, but there will be a variety of genres and age ratings. To begin the episode, I'm going to go straight into the Korean manhwas because there's quite a lot of them and I will try to get through them as quickly as possible. Number one is one that I'm currently reading right now called Cheating Men Must Die and it's about men who've wronged their lovers and originally these lovers and these girls who have been wronged have a really tragic and sad ending and Su Lucia, the main character, occupies the body of the women and basically goes back to the moment where the women had their terrible end to get revenge for them and accomplish some goals. So she basically reverses the story. A must must recommend. It has quite a few chapters out right now. And I honestly, I don't want to say too much about the arcs because I feel like it would just spoil it. Next up is God of High School and the not spoiler description because there's a lot that happens besides this description. So don't let it seem like, oh, this is just a basic manhwa. No, it gets really crazy. So it's about a mysterious organization that sends out invitations for a tournament to every skilled fighter around the world. If you win, they say that they will fulfill any wish you have and you'll get the title of the god of high school. Really simple. Check it out. It's on Webtoon. As for Cheating Men Must Die, it's not on Webtoon, but you can find it on some sites online. Cursed Princess Club. It's about a club with different princesses who don't fit the traditional beauty standards and have some kind of a curse that affects them, uh, available on Webtoon. Days of Hana, which is about a society where humans own werewolves and they are highly discriminated against and treated as below humans. The main characters of the story are a family with a human girl who doesn't treat her werewolf as, you know, below human, but treats him as a human being, a person, and someone very close to her. Next up is Castle Swimmer. It's about Shark Boy, Fish Boy, Destiny, fighting Destiny and Fate, love, traversing the ocean. I don't know what else I can say about it to not spoil you of the story. Like, it goes from zero to 100 really quickly. Next is Remarried Empress, one of the newer ones on this list. Really amazing standout empress, trashy emperor, trashy mistress like um this is not a spoiler because it's like the very first chapter or prologue at the beginning emperor wants to divorce the empress for the you know the trashy mistress she's like okay and we are seeing the story from what led up to that next is my dear cold-blooded king normal merchant girl gets wrapped up in drama between a king and the officials and generals and other really dangerous people around her uh somehow she plays key to this drama and the story is unraveling that and unraveling her relationship to the various important people in the story the next is a horror classic for me bastard kid high schooler finds out that his dad is a serial killer 
and one of the next people he's targeting is the girl that the guy likes. Yeah, get into that. Get into that. My giant nerd boyfriend, wholesomeness, relationship between a girl and her boyfriend. It's like little one-shot stories about their relationship and the different stuff they go through. Really good if you just want something to just laugh and relax about no overarching plot it's just about their everyday life next we have freaking romance whose creator i've been following for quite a while so far i've loved all of their work so far to put it simply these two people meet but they do not actually exist within the same reality they are the only ones able to see one another in their perspective reality like if girl is in her reality and she's seeing the boy who's in his reality she's the only one who can see him in her reality gets very dramatic serious really well done story and the creator snail lords currently has a new webtoon out called death rescheduled that i don't technically have on this list because it's quite literally just started and you know i don't know where it's gonna go yet our next manhua korean is devil number four girl signs a contract with the devil because she doesn't really find the point in living anymore and from this simple contract a lot of really important events happen i'm trying to figure out how to talk about it without spoiling it just know that your heart will hurt it gets really sad you see the the troubles that happen between like it comes off at first as oh this is comedic ha 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 but you will get your feelings hurt meow man is next and it's like devil number four in the way that it's originally very comedy 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 but things like anxiety depression family issues all that kind of drama happens like i don't want to say quickly no it doesn't really happen quickly it kind of gradually enters the story it's about cat prince who can turn into a cat and a human meets this girl she doesn't know he's cat human, takes him in as a cat, and a bunch of shenanigans and drama ensues. Oh Holy is next, and it's about basically these two childhood friends who are reconnecting. One is the perfect, lovable, beautiful girl in high school who everyone loves, and the next is the doesn't really talk to anyone, kind of socially awkward guy. But the twist is that he can see ghosts. And what starts off as, you know, little rom-com-ish turns into something with a lot more seriousness to it. The following manhua is Spirit Fingers, personal favorite of mine. It's about this drawing club and our main character who's suffering from family issues, self-confidence issues, anxiety, and so much more really serious issues that a lot of teenagers can relate to. And joining this drawing club I can't remember the official name of the drawing activity they do. It's slipping my mind right now. I think it's Croquette. And she's going through this journey of self-love. And not only is she doing this, every other member is also going through their own individual journey where they're learning and becoming better people. And it's really well written. So go check it out. Coming up is The Kiss Bet, which has similar themes of self-love and growth. We have this girl. She's in school and she gets dared by her best friend to kiss someone she does it she kisses him but from that one event a whole lot of drama happens love triangles upon love triangles do i really like him does he really like me who am i as a person do i like myself other themes such as that discovery typical high school drama nothing supernatural or anything like that taking a turn from the little 
casual high school dramas is The Boxer. It's about you who's this talented but really emotionless guy. A coach picks him up and is like, hey, do you want to box? Because he sees, and actually I'm not going to spoil that. Hey, do you want to box? He's like, sure, I have nothing else to do. And he turns out to be this extremely talented, lethal boxer. This story is about him defeating and going against multiple different boxing champions. And it's really interesting. Um, If you really like meathead stuff like Record of Ragnarok, you will definitely or most likely enjoy The Boxer. After The Boxer, back to our little rom-com-ish, we have Boyfriend of the Dead. The title kind of says it all. Really cool girl going through the zombie apocalypse, meets a sentient zombie. They start dating originally because she wants to clicks and views. And from there, as in most stories, it gets a lot more serious. A lot of human zombie dynamics and people from the path. Keep in mind, this boyfriend can't really remember his life as a human. And the two of them are kind of going through life, figuring out things about one another. Next up on the list, we have Dr. Frost which I will say is a webtoon that I have really deep ties to. When Dr. Ross was first serializing, you know, heavily into it, I was just so, it was so good. It's like psychological drama. Imagine really talented psychologist, but he's emotionless and he gets a lot of, you know, trouble throughout the stories because, oh, you know, how dare you be like so talented, but yet not have a really good understanding of your, not even be intact with, your own emotions and it went on hiatus on break for like a long long time when I mean long I mean like years and so when it returned I was like hello where did you come from so definitely go check it out like many of those on the list or maybe it was I think it was probably like like no, no no it was like three years or something and then it went on another hiatus but then it came back the following year but check it out it's available on Webtoon, still going, so boom, boom, pow. Next up on the list is Age Matters. Age Matters is about this woman. She gets this job for this really young but really, you know, upcoming CEO. And it's about their dynamic with one another. She has a lot of insecurities to deal with age and growing up, becoming older. And it's about really fighting against love and then realizing self-love, being worthy of love and coming to terms with your insecurities. Keeping up with, actually, why am I saying keeping up with? This doesn't keep up with anything of the previous one. Taking that back, this webtoon is by the same creator as Bastard and it's called Sweet Home. So we're in this kind of, no, it's not post-apocalyptic, but more world that's gone wrong in the terms of think zombie apocalypse but instead of zombies it's humans turned into these really savage monsters based on some kind of a trauma or something to do with their life and our main characters are these tenants from this building specifically this teenager and his neighbors and they're trying to fight against these really horrific powerful monsters and survive and leave the building it got a live action series, which is on Netflix. Uh, I believe it has one season. And I can't remember if it's good or bad. I haven't watched it personally. But for the manhua, amazing. Next up is Edith. And Edith is about this woman. She's an author. She has self-confidence issues. She's 
the typical I'm stuck in multiple toxic relationships with people, but I can't release myself from it. But the entire webtoon is her releasing herself from this this trauma, the toxic relationships, learning herself, loving the people around her, trying to just overall become a better person, being very much aware that she herself is not like this amazing person. And it's real, you know, it's like, oh, you know, these are real people who have issues and problems that we ourselves have and just love to ignore. It's currently on hiatus because it just finished season two. So go catch up to those episodes now. There's plenty for you to get through. Next up on this list is one similar to Edith in the whole dynamic with, I don't know how to say this, dynamic with other people and relationships. And it's called Luff. It's about a future, call it a dystopia if you want, where there's this matchmaking app that basically controls every single aspect of your life. If you have a bad score, life isn't going to be too great for you. If you have a good score, life is going to be pretty great. And our main character has this really weird thing happen to her. I'm not going to spoil it because, I don't know, I feel like that would be giving up one of the central plot points that you will eventually encounter has something really out of ordinary happen to her through the system and this story is talking about everything that happens from it the fallout the change to her life the people around her them hurting her her hurting them and growth okay i'm so excited for this next one it is a finished webtoon it is one that made me cry it's called gourmet hound um i think it would fit in the i don't know drama category and it's about this woman, her name is Lucy, she has really powerful taste and smell buds, and growing up, she had this favorite restaurant that she would go to all the time. One day she goes back and she realizes that almost the entire staff, or the entire staff, is gone and has changed, and she's trying to look for this one specific dish and the person who made it. And the entire story is her trying to track down everyone who used to work there and obviously it's not all happy happy fun time a lot of these people left for a reason and they have their own trauma and issues that are preventing them from communicating with one another but you know lucy she just gets right in there and she causes a lot of these people to re-interact and confront their own problems and she even has to confront her own problems and the way she feels about people definitely a high high recommendation this webtoon is slightly similar to Sweet Home in terms of the supernatural aspect. It is called Leyland's Curse, and it's about this. These teenagers, we have one who's called David. His friends are all people who are into supernatural and what's going on with that. And he has his friend Felix, who is not so into the whole supernatural aspect. But the two of them encounter something really weird and strange. And after being encountered with this, their lives and the people around them are put in danger. And we basically have to see these two teens fight against things that they definitely should not be fighting against. All while trying to keep themselves and the people they care about safe. It's currently on hiatus. It's been on hiatus for a while. I'm not going to lie. Kind of sad about it. But there's still hope. There is still hope that it will return. Moving right in from this whole supernatural aspect is going to be 
Code Adam, another webtoon. And Code Adam is about these child soldiers, uh, super soldiers, if you will, because they all have some power or ability and they were used to fight for war. But then after the war is done, they've all been released or have fought out of the facility and are thriving or not so thriving in different places throughout the world. And in order to try and combat these powers that were forced onto them, some of them are trying to create a cure. But that requires finding each and every one of these children who are now adults. And it obviously is not going to be, oh, you need my help? Sure, no problem. Here you go. There's a ton of trauma and confrontations and pain and agony that happens because of this. All right, this next webtoon is originally a very, I would say, successful um, novel. But it is like, I'm not saying that as in, oh, it's not really successful. It definitely is successful. It got turned into a webtoon, which is also insanely popular and is currently ongoing with season two. And it's called The Wraith and the Dawn. Uh, it's about this Khalid. No, it's about this character, Khalid, who is the Caliph. Um, I can't remember where exactly it's supposed to be taking place. So I'm not going to just say some random place. Um, but this whole thing is that Khalid gets a new wife every night, but then she's executed at sunrise. And so when our main character, I'm going to butcher her name. I'm so sorry. Shahrazad, Shahrazad, something like that, volunteers to marry him when usually these brides are forcefully taken. But her plan is to kill the king and to end off, you know, everything that's happening because of him. Super amazing story. Currently ongoing, as I said, based on the novel. Really great drama and storytelling. There's a lot that's happening. Like, I don't know how to describe the amount of drama and craziness that happens in this. You honestly just have to check it out for yourself. Not sure if I went, if I mentioned it, but it is another manhua that is available on Webtoon. And shifting away from the supernatural just for a bit is a more realistic but not realistic <laughs> Webtoon called Weak Hero. And it's like God of High School-ish in the way that we have these high schoolers, you know, typical bullying. They bully the younger kids, not younger, they bully the weaker looking kids. And our main character, Gray, joins a school that has this kind of a system. And they're like, oh, okay, just another kid to bully. But even though he looks weak and unassuming, what Gray has allows him to win battles that does not make it seem like he would win them. He's very calculating and smart and uses that to his advantage in these fights. And now everyone is like, oh, there's this new kid who's defeating people he should not be defeating. And we see what happens because of that. Moving on from Weak Hero is The Gamer, which is ongoing, has like 300 plus episodes. And it's about this high school kid. Uh, his name is Jihan. And he finds out that he has this special ability where everything within his life acts like a video game with video game mechanics. And once he realizes this, it opens him up to a world where there are plenty of other people with their own individual special abilities. And with this ability, we see Jihan just go through life trying to figure out how to get better at using this ability and just seeing him become this really 
cool person. Next up on the list is, man, a webtoon that I just immensely love. It's one of the first webtoons I read on the platform. Once again, it's a manhwa and it's called Soul Cartel. It's about this kid, uh, Shihun, who has parents who are exorcists. They disappear in hell. And when he has the chance to meet this devil called Mephisto, um, Mephisto is in tons of like different stories and media. I believe his full name is Mephisto Felez or something like that. But he meets him and gets into a contract between Mephisto and Faust because they're going to have a fight. And with his older sister, they both enter hell to finish this contract where Shihun has to, you know, look over this fight as well as try and figure out what the heck happened to their parents. Next up on this list, we are continuing with the whole supernatural. Um, this is another manhwa that I watched very early on, not watched, read for very early on and is very close to my heart. Made me cry and go through so many emotions just too many times. And it is called Magician. Uh, Magician is about Irami and Enz, who are these two kids who are following this guy or this thing, this creature called the Ethermax, the Ethermask around the world, looking for some kind of a magic. How do I say? Magician is just super incredible. They're on this journey. They're fighting enemies. They're making friends. They're encountering loss and growth. We see these kids go from kids to adults and the character growth is absolutely insane. Uh, one of my favorites, obviously I'm not saying that it's perfect, but they, listen, they did the damn thing when it came to this, okay? All right, next up is a trans-migrating manhwa, just like uh, All Cheating Men Should Die, and it's called They Say I Was Born a King's Daughter. This is another manhwa, and it's about this woman named Suhi, who gets a boyfriend named Jinsu, and she's all happy and having fun. But then she's murdered and reincarnates as a princess, a baby princess. But in this world, women are below human, no matter what place or position you have in society. And with the smarts of, you know, a grown woman in this baby, she is determined to change this, change what's happening to women in society, become more powerful. And we see her basically girl bossing, manipulating the men around her and just getting power and trying to change this kingdom. Next up is the manhwa Jack the American Ghost. Basically, I can't remember the main girl, but this main girl is obsessed with going to horror houses and is has able has been able to just fly through them with no problem. Just been like, yeah, whatever, doesn't scare me, but she's then challenged to go to this very weird horror house that has this history behind it. And she goes and we see what happens when she encounters the horror house, the people, the supernatural behind it, and the story between two people and just how much drama can ensue from that. I can't really say too much without spoiling it because really everything that you don't know at first is really central to the plot. Next up on this list, another Korean manhwa called The Beginning After the End. And it's basically about, it's another, I believe, don't quote me on this, um, reincarnated story. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it is. Where there's this guy who in his original world was a king, super talented at fighting 
and abilities, but he is killed and he is reincarnated into this new world as a kid where he decides that instead of being stressed and worried like he was as a king, that he's going to have a happy, full, and fulfilling life. But obviously, things don't really go this well. And we are almost wrapping up or beginning to wrap up the Korean manhwa with this next one called His Barcode Tattoo. Uh, you know, it, it follows, it basically follows the title. We have this woman who... Notice that she's able to see the barcodes on people since she's been very young and it tells her when and where this person will die. So she always knows when someone around her is going to die. But then she encounters a guy who does not have a barcode tattoo. So she does not know when he's going to die. And the story is about the interactions between them, her trying to figure out why can't I see this guy's tattoo. There's drama, there's angst, there's sadness. I would say typical, but not typical because they, they go really interesting places with the story. Okay, our last Korean manhwa is Demons Can't Be Pretty, comedy drama-ish. Um, it's about this place called Demon High where, you know, there's demons and other creatures attending school. And our main character is Satan, who's a first-year student. But the thing is that, oh, by the way, at Demon High, there are... I already said other creatures, but there's also angels and, you know, conflict between different creatures. But he's attending as a demon, but because of the way that he looks, his physical appearance, he does not look like a demon. And it causes a lot of conflict and just really unnecessary drama with the people around him. We see him trying to become a proper, in quotation marks, demon and just fighting all the obstacles that are getting in his way simply because of the way that he looks. Moving into our Chinese manhua, which I will admit this list is not very long because I do need to get into more. And it's about these two high schoolers, Nan Hao and Shang Feng, and the really hilarious shenanigans that these two were going through. I mean, like, it's, you would think, oh, you know, it's just a normal little high schooler thing. But nah, they, they go out of pocket with this. It makes it funny. It's fresh. It's new. The only thing I would say is it doesn't get translated too quickly, but definitely go check it out. You can find it. It's not on an official platform, but you can find it on one of those translator sites. Next up is Please Take My Brother Away, which, you know, it's about these two siblings who, they're typical siblings, you know, they're fighting, they're getting into, you know, drama and fights, and we're just kind of watching there are different daily shenanigans. It got a live action and a, an anime series. So you can check those out if you want. I have not watched live action, but I have seen the anime series. And you know, it's just like seeing the manga or rather the manhua animated. So go check it out if you're interested in really cute comedies. We are now moving into our light novels, which just like the Chinese manhua's list is short because I definitely need to read more light novels. But to be fair, it's hard for me to even read regular novels, so I am trying my, trying my best, but at least I do have some on this list. The first one being Boogie Pop, very popular, very well-known light novel series. It's about a Shinigami who appears whenever the world is at risk, and we see the stories of the different people in this world who have encountered Boogie Pop, and that's what I like about it. Like, it's not really told from Boogie Pop's perspective. It's from the people who have encountered Boogie Pop and that's what kind of 
creates the feel or emotion that the story has. Next up is another very well-known light novel series. I'm not sure if the light novel or the anime is more well-known, but it is called Full Metal Panic, and it's about this highly trained high school soldier who works for this private organization, and he is given the duty to protect this high school girl, and he does not exactly know why. We basically see what happens when he's trying to protect her and watch over her and gradually trying to find out what it is about her that he has to protect. Why is she important? Why are all these dangerous and evil people going after her? Our last light novel series is going to be Slayers, another very well-known one. I started with the well-known ones because, you know, if I already know that they're well-known, then that kind of gives me a something to jump off of. And it's about this girl who's called Lena Inverse. She's this really overpowered teenage sorceress who has really destructive magic. She's traveling throughout the world, being a girl boss con woman. And to her original disdain, people just tag along with her throughout these journeys. And we are reading those journeys between her, the way she interacts with these people, the way they interact with one another, their histories, their family, everything about it. That's basically it. This part of the episode brings us to Chelsea's questionable favorites. Every episode, I'll recommend something for you to check out. This episode, I'm recommending the video game House of Ashes. Recently, I have gotten the ability to play the game House of Ashes thanks to a really amazing person who gifted it to me. It's the third game in a trilogy made by the same people who made the Until Dawn game or series. I'm not, I think it's a series. And there is a co-op option, and from what I've seen, it's the best way to play the game. The character models look a bit wonky and kind of dumb, but so far the story itself is interesting and engaging. I want to finish it and see where it goes. I have seen gameplay of the first two games, so I do have high expectations. One of the welcome changes is that the first two games had the same kind of story format, but so far it looks like the third game might be going in a different direction. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Nerding Out with Chelsea. If you attended Anime NYC 2021, please get tested for the Omicron variant of COVID-19. I'll see you in the next episode.